This is the Find Your Forte podcast, Technique Tuesday. You have the passion. You have the education. Now it's time for the inspiration. Get ready to step up to the podium with purpose. This is the Find Your Forte podcast with choral director and lifestyle entrepreneur, Ryan Guth. Hey there, Choir Nation. This is Ryan Guth with the Find Your Forte podcast. I am here for another Technique Tuesday. I'm going to be doing a lot more of these Technique Tuesdays every single week so that you have the ability to step up to the podium with purpose and use some proven techniques that I know will help make a big difference in your choral classroom or your choral rehearsal. This particular Technique Tuesday was inspired by a post that I saw on I'm a Choir Director on Facebook by a recent graduate named Anna Louise. Anna Louise said, any suggestions for middle school behavior management? My choir barely got through announcements and warm-ups today in a 45-minute period. I'm running out of ideas to get them to be quiet for more than five seconds at a time. Now, Anna Louise, I totally understand where you're coming from. I was in a situation where I was the third choir director in five years in a brand new middle school, and both of the directors before me were fired because they could not keep control of their classroom. I was in a very privileged school district with kids that I would say probably got home and just steamrolled right over their parents and did whatever they wanted to do. A little bit of a spoiled atmosphere, but you know what? We fixed that over the time that I was there and established a wonderful musical culture and respect for the classroom and the art form. So. Here is what I would do on day one, or let's just say it's in the middle of the first year and I need to hit that big reset button. This is what I would do. And I did this every year. It worked miracles and it set the tone for what you were going to do and the focus that you were going to command moving forward. So I would start by greeting my students in the hallway on the first day of school. So nobody walked into my room without my permission. So I would start by greeting them in the hallway and telling them immediately, line up in the hallway, tallest to shortest, tallest closest to me, shortest down the end of the hallway, okay? Maybe you want to do it in Sopranos Altos if you've already had voice parts assigned, but I would just say the whole choir, tallest to shortest, without speaking. Arrange yourselves, put your back against the wall, fully against the wall and claim your own space. You will see some students that will double park, make sure they find a spot with their back against the wall, use as much hallway as you need to make sure that this works and it must be done silently. Once you see that it's done, you will have their attention because they won't be focused on talking to somebody else. Okay, you will, you will tell them the expectation moving forward. This is my classroom, you are a guest in my classroom. Nobody goes into this classroom without my permission. If I am in the classroom and I invite you in, you are welcome to come in. If I am not in the classroom, you do not walk in like it is yours, right? And I give them this little spiel. You can juice it up however you want, spice it up however you want, okay? Then you throw some music on. Say, wait right here. And you give them that little bit. Give them that little bit of of extra leash. And you say, wait right here. I'm going to go inside, put on some music. When I return, 
I'm sure you're going to be as quiet as you are now, which is beautiful. Thank you very, very much. And give them that positive reinforcement. Put on some choral music. I said, I'm going to invite you now into my classroom, and you are going to enjoy listening to this music as you file gently onto the risers, and you're going to just have them take that line that they were, are already in and just put them in rows, okay? If you have chairs, put them in the chairs. If you have risers, put them on the risers. It doesn't matter whether they're in voice parts or not. It doesn't matter. It just, you, you're creating order. You're going tallest to shortest. You're putting them in even rows. Maybe you want to count the number of students in that class. If you have 48 students and you have four rows of risers, put 12 on each. It shows how organized you are, and you can you can fix all their voicing and stuff later on if you choose. If anyone doesn't comply as they walk in the classroom, just make them do it again. And I actually have them walk into the classroom, arms clasped, hands clasped, and smiling, which is exactly how they walk into a choral concert. So we can practice good performance etiquette from the get-go. So have them smile, put their hands behind their back, and walk into the classroom, into their four rows of 12, and remain silent while you're listening to a piece of choral music. Don't put something long, just put something long enough that it'll it'll be on its way uh, to being finished by the time the, the, the choir gets in the room. You know, I had a fan uh, against the wall. It was like a sort of an in-room heating, cooling unit. If I didn't hear that fan when I stopped, then the, then the music, then it was too loud. Then the choir was too loud. There was too much chatter. And I would just simply stop. And if an individual student gives you a problem, you just look at them in the eyes and you say, meet me outside after class. That's all you have to do. It scares the crap out of them and they're not going to give you a problem because everybody's going to go, oh, what is she going to say to him after class? I hope, hope she doesn't call me outside after class. So just say, let me talk to you after class. That's it. You don't need to say any more than that. Don't call them out. Don't get into a, into a, a war with an individual student because... They have pride too, and uh, you don't want to shame them, number one, and you also don't want to challenge them because um, it just makes you look like you can't control your class. All right, now, praise them regularly during the rehearsal for being able to hear that fan in the corner of your room, but thank them only if it goes smoothly. So when you say, great, all those good things, good, nice job, da 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 Make sure that you really mean that. Now, if the rehearsal is going well and then it just falls off the rails, take them back outside and make them walk in again. I'm serious. This might be painful for the first few days that you're trying to do this, but do it. Make them walk outside and back in again and just hit that big reset button. Let's talk about announcements for a second because I know they, they think that they should start rehearsal with announcements. That's totally wrong. It sets the wrong tone. You should make sure that the students are used to singing when they come in the room. They're used to starting it on your terms and singing immediately as soon as, as, soon as they're in and settled and ready to go. Okay. Announcements can be written on the board. Announcements can be distributed electronically. Announcements can be printed and run off on a copy machine. I know if you're a little green, that's probably not the way to do it, but 
I have noticed that if something isn't tangible, it might not get to the parents. Okay, so announcements on the board, announcements via email, and announcement or announcements on a handout of some kind. That way, you're not even having to talk about it. You just hand them this thing and say, all right, let's get rehearsal going. Okay, or maybe if you really have to do announcements, you could do them at the end of the class, which will retain better in the students' minds. Uh, so let's just say you have a lunch rehearsal coming up. They're more likely to retain that on the way out the door than at the very beginning of the rehearsal. So I hope that this helped, Anna, and I really, really wish you a lot of success. And Choir Nation, I want to remind you that tomorrow we have an episode coming out with Dominic Diorio from Indiana University. And if you want the show notes for today's episode, head on over to www.ryanguth.com forward slash TT006. That's the letters TT for Technique Tuesday 006 for the complete breakdown of this episode. Be sure to subscribe on your phone using the podcast app on iOS. Just search up Find Your Forte. You could also download Stitcher or Podcast Republic for Android or just listen on your computer or iTunes at home. So thank you very much for joining me and I will see you tomorrow with Dominic Diorio of Indiana University. Thank you for listening to Find Your Forte with Ryan Guth. As always, join Ryan online at www.ryanguth.com for detailed show notes and discussions on every episode. If you like what you're hearing, don't forget to subscribe on iTunes and leave a review. Until next time, be amazing.